This is Vernon Jacobs, Senior Pastor of the Embassy Church. I want to thank you for engaging with us through this podcast. May it build your faith and strengthen your walk and cause you to reach the rooftop in Christian living. Don't forget to aim high and never give up. Let's go now straight into this word. Just want to talk about the word remember, remember. Will you say that with me? Remember. Remember, the purpose of memory is not to recall your past hurts but it is to replay your past victories. Let me say that again. The purpose of memory, memory is given to you not to replay hurt, but to replay victories. Let me say it again one more time, because all good things come in threes. The purpose of your memory is not to replay your past hurts, Uh, And some of us have been hurt too many times. If you keep remembering that, your life will be miserable. Miserable is, misery is based on bad memory. Let me say that again. Misery is based on bad memory. The purpose of memory, remember, the purpose of memory is to replay past victories. Memory will bring your, the, 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 the reality of a thing from yesterday into your present. Memory will bring the reality of a thing into your present. And by remembering the reality of your victory of your past will give you victory in your present. That's why Jesus said when he was talking about the cup, he said, this do he in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and you drink this cup, he's trying to show you the victory that he had on that day when he broke bread or when he went to the tree. Uh, He's trying to bring all of that from from the past, the victory of that into your present and into your future. So I want to start this morning with the Last Supper. The Last Supper, and as the word says, it was truly the Last Supper. Jesus did eat with his disciples after his resurrection, but uh, that was uh, a breakfast meal. Uh, But he did have a last supper with them. Luke chapter number 22, verse 10, Jesus is trying to set up the upper room, a place to enjoy, the venue to enjoy the last supper. He said unto his disciples, behold, when you are entering into the city, there shall a man meet you bearing a pitcher of water, follow him into the house where he entereth in. Just for Bible students, uh, in that time, uh, there were not men carrying the water pitchers, only ladies carried the water pitchers. When Jesus said, look for a man carrying the water pitcher, he was already, as he speaks it, as he spoke to the, to, to the coin into the fish's mouth, uh, he said, go look. When he said there'll be a coin in the fish's mouth, the fish swallowed a coin. When God spoke that there'll be a man, God raised the man. Uh, There's something about supernatural speaking, and that's what I want to also, maybe if I don't have time, but you should catch it right now. Whatever we speak, we proclaim it. We proclaim. 
proclaim it. Say that with me. You proclaim it. You proclaim it. It's not that you, you, you're not well at present. You could be sick at present. But when you proclaim your health, that means you speak it as if it was in the present. The man was not carrying the picture of water. But when Jesus said there'll be a man, already the picture or the scenario started to play out. Are you with me this morning? When God speaks, he said, let there be light. There was darkness, but when he started to speak, let there be light. Already the light started to, to be made. Are you with me? Are you with me? And they went, thank you, Cheryl. And they went and found, as he said unto them, and they made ready the Passover. The Passover is what... Uh, you, you know as they in the Old Testament we find it in Exodus chapter number 12 where the Israelites, God's people, that's you as well in the present, God's people were slaves to Pharaoh in Egypt. They were slaves to Pharaoh in Egypt. They were oppressed by Pharaoh in Egypt. God is going to bring them out. For him to bring them out they have to slay cut or, or, or slaughter a lamb, each man for his family. I'll talk about that just now. Slaughter the lamb, take the blood, put it on the doorposts of their home. That means when the angel of death comes over to kill the firstborn, the blood will say that there's already death at the door. There's no need for death to come into this house because death is already at this door. When the angel sees that he is to remember that the price for death is already paid. I'm taking you somewhere this morning. So when you take the blood through communion, you are already saying to the angel of death that death is already at my doorstep. You cannot touch me. You can't charge me twice for what God has paid once and for all. Oh, by now you should be clapping on that. When you take ownership of the word, I want you to receive the word. This is a word that you must receive. Are you with me this morning? And so, Jesus takes the, he said, I say unto you, I will not drink the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took the bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it unto them saying, This is my body which is given to you. I want to, I made that word bigger on, on, on the, I'm not sure whether it shows. It is given to you. It, 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 is, it is given to you. Uh, for anything to be, that is given to you must be received from you, for you. And that's, that's the whole thing about Believing and receiving in Jesus Christ. Uh, not everybody receives. It's given, but not everybody receives. And that's the big thing about communion. You have to receive communion. You have to receive it. When Melchizedek brought the bread and the wine, and he gave it to Abraham. Abraham received the blessing. This is a blessing to be received. It is given to you. Say given. 
This is my body, which is what? Given for you. This do ye in remembrance of me. In remembrance of me. And so, why am I speaking about remembrance? When you understand significance, you derive the benefit. Let me say that again. When you understand significance, you receive the benefit. That's why some people uh, go to church for years. And they, they go to receive uh, a communion. They don't even know because they do it as a ritual. They don't understand the significance. If you do anything out of ritual, you will never receive the benefit of it. Let me say it again. If you just take this and drink it, it you'd rather take a cup of water and break some bread and, and ju just do it out of a ritual. It's not working. It's not working for you. But when you do it with understanding, you understand what I'm teaching you. That's why when you... you, you Going through something and of your own accord, you reach for the communion and you say, this communion is going to work for me. You understand what I'm saying? You administer your own table. You, when you're going through something, you pull out the communion and say, my pastor taught me. So there's no need for my pastor to come to me because I already have what God has given for me. Thank you. When you understand significance, you derive its benefit. You've got to do it with understanding. So what we see here, uh, go back to 20, back to my side. Likewise, he took the cup after supper saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. He's having supper. It's not the Coke on the table or the Fanta that you drink with the meal. After supper, to give more credence to it, he put emphasis on the, on the, on the blood. Sorry, this just popped out. He put emphasis on the blood. He said, this cup, it's not Fanta. It's not the drink that is associated with the meal. It is, it is my blood which is shed for you. Now, what's the significance of this blood? It's the same type of blood in Passover. Jesus is fulfilling Passover and instituting communion. Let me say it again. It's fulfilling Passover, Old Testament Passover, but what the blood did for them, it saved them inside of their house. He's saying, now I'm going to give you communion. It's going to save you in your household. It's going to save your household. That's what, remember, as often as you eat this bread, you do show the Lord's death. So you are, when the angels of death come, you do show that there's death already at the door side. And that's why death should not force itself through this door. Enter into the door of your life or through your heart's door. Thank you. So remember... What Corinthians 11.25, the cup is the New Testament in my blood. This cup is the New Testament in my blood. Again, I'm showing you that God, Jesus is fulfilling and instituting. Say that with me. Fulfilling Passover 
and instituting communion. That's the blood of the lamb of an animal in the Old Testament. But this is the blood of the lamb of God. That's why John the Baptist said, behold, the lamb of God. He announces the lamb of God, trying to, to connect the lamb that was slain, but this is the lamb of God that will be slain on the tree. He said, now, Jesus says, do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. What happened in Passover, remembrance is always you replay a past victory into your present situation so that you can have present, present victory. Thank you. So, it says, do this in, in remembrance of me. So when you take communion, you don't do this without remembering what he did. You never take communion without remembering what he did. And what did he do? He gave us life. Through Passover, they should be dead. The, the dead angel was coming to slay the firstborn. But when the blood was on the door, there was life inside of that entire household. So what, what, is the, what do you remember? What, what do you think about? You think of life. Sick people on deathbeds should take communion and uh, think of, of life. All right? So... For the sake of time, I need to tell you this. That the blood that was shed or the lamb that was shed, the, the Bible says, if you go and look at it in Exodus chapter 12 verse 3, the Bible says that each, the head of each home should slaughter a lamb and take the blood and put it upon the door for his family. Slaughter a lamb. Put the blood on the door for his family. Now, let's assume that th these are my three children in my house. I am the leader of that family. The moment I slaughter the lamb, take the blood and put it on my door, they are doing nothing to receive the protection. But because as a leader, I put the lamb on my door, they enjoy the protection. They didn't partake yet. But because as a leader, I did that. I'm trying to show you that when the blood of Jesus is on you, people connected to you receive the blessing. Ah, uh, don't. I know you, 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 you won't, but people watching me will want to condemn me. I got some haters. So I need to just... I just need to qualify this. 1 Corinthians chapter number 7, verse 14. Please wake, wake up. Watch this. It says, For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife who believes. And the unbelieving wife is sanctified by a husband if he believes. Else were your children unclean, but now they are holy because of you. 
of the leader. Acts chapter 2, verse number 39 says, For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord God shall call. Acts 13, verse 30, uh, 16, 31, they replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Let me tell you this. If one person gets saved in a house, the whole household is due to get saved. Ask me, I'll tell you, because I saw it with my wife and her family. They were, they were staunch. They were born and they would die the way they were born. And so, uh, but slowly... Slowly but surely, the oil of the anointing started to lubricate them. And most of them, if not all of them, are given to Jesus. There are some names we wrote down at the, at the door of this church. They, they were not saved, but we, we started to, to call them in. And so I just want to say this to you this morning, that as the leader of your house, you carry an anointing. And your whole house, people inside of your house can be blessed just because of you. Even if you have unbelieving people connected to you, they can receive the blessing. The only thing is that they, should, they, they will have to confess Jesus and the Lordship of Jesus. But God loves everybody. And so the blessing can flow from the head down to the body. That's what the Bible says those that are connected to you. And so, uh, your whole household, the, the lamb is for each family. The saving of the entire family is accomplished through faith and the leader of a family. Will you stand this morning? Can you take your communion and open it? Listen to me, if you're at, a, at home and maybe you want to get your communion, now is a good time to do that as well as we prepare inside of the house. I know peeling it is a little difficult, but there's a way you break the tip of that cup the, to peel the, the bottom so that the, the, the liquid will, but the, the top of it has to be peeled out. But whilst you're doing that, you can also pay attention. Listen to me. There's a word called proclaim that I want to leave with you. It's like claim. You claim it. But proclaim is, even though you don't feel it, see it, or have it, but you proclaim it. That means, although you don't have it now, you claim. That, that means if you're sick in body, if you proclaim healing, it means you don't have healing, but you proclaim it. Jesus went into a, the, the, a synagogue and he found a man with a withered hand. That means his hand couldn't, it was shortened. Jesus said to him, he proclaimed, stretch your hand. The man couldn't move his hand, but Jesus proclaimed and he said, stretch your hand. And the man stretched his hand. Jesus went to a man that was laying on a mat for 18 years. And the word proclaim comes there. A man never, never got up from his bed. Actually, his bed was carrying him. Jesus said to him, the day has changed where you are going to carry your bed. He said, take up your bed and walk. 
What did Jesus do? He proclaimed it. There's a scripture that says, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the weak say, what is it? You are proclaiming it. I want you, when, when you proclaim, you don't describe your situation. You speak to your situation. When you proclaim, you don't describe your condition. A lot of us, we know exactly what we are. We know what our condition says we are. But we need to change our conversation and proclaim it. How do you proclaim it? You remember the victory that Jesus has given you through the blood. That's why you have communion. Otherwise, this is a drink, eat and drink session. We'd rather go to a restaurant and do the same thing. But you come to the spiritual house to download spiritual power. This morning, I pray, I've been praying, I pray that there'll be power in the cup. I pray that there'll be power in the cup. You know what? There are dangers of December. And I don't have time to take you through the dangers of December. But December is a dangerous month. All kinds of things, all kinds of evil take place in December. But I agitate the spirit around you this morning. And I release the peace of God into you. There's evil and wickedness wanting to paralyze every Christian. I want you to know that there, there, is, there is evil. And that's why this week I want to encourage you to declare your own fast. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Whatever God lays on your heart, declare your fast this, this Wednesday. This, more especially on Wednesday. And I want you to penetrate the spears of darkness. The, the spears of darkness. Some of you have been attacked in the midnight hour. I don't have enough time to tell you, but there are dreams and visions that you are encountering. Some of you are having evil dreams. Some of you are under attack. Your body is under attack. Your life is under attack. Demons, demons are, are after you. You are a target. You are the bull's eye in the spiritual dimension as far as darkness is concerned. But remember, remember that you have victory through the blood of Jesus.